take a look at the bigger picture. Mike Skillman is with us, CEO of Faith Investor Services. Mike, thank you so much for being with us. So, anybody you talking to worried about a recession or are they looking for opportunities? Nicole, thanks for having me on today. I think a lot of people are worried about everything you've just been discussing with interest rate policy. <laughs> really been driven by the persistent level of inflation and the change in interest rate policy, which is the first time we've seen it in a while. And of course, the geopolitical risk that uh, has added uh, volatility to the market is also a factor. We don't see the most likely case as a scenario right now. So certainly the risk is elevated from where we were even just a month, you know, two months ago. But there's still an awful lot good that's going on. So we still think for the next 12 months, there is a play to be made with uh, corporate earnings still being in a good position, the lagging effects of monetary policy still actually working through the system as the economy continues to open from being shut down from COVID. What do you think about the Fed moving, saying they want to move more expeditiously? Um, I think actually that's one of the reasons you level. see the market uh, trading up since the announcement just hit the wire because I think a lot of people were fearful that inflation was out of hand and there's an unwillingness to really tackle the problem. So I think it's actually a positive for the market if we can get inflation back under control. And of course, some of that's going to happen just from the supply chain working itself out, you know, inventories correcting themselves as a result. So I think the, actually the move up in rates is a positive. Mm -hmm. And I saw in your notes how you talked about consumer net worth being at high levels and people feel employed and they've had some wage growth, but on the downside, um, inflation really hitting folks. It, you know, and the wonder here is if you have high inflation, even if it's not at the highest point, we're still seeing elevated levels for gas, for example. Um, people have no to question. spend more and then maybe they might spend less and then the economy could slow down. And then what does that mean? Right. Well, for, to stick with the first point, the consumer net worth is elevated largely because the housing market has uh, been so phenomenal. And I think that's likely to continue. Of course, mortgage rates touching on 5% is going to put a damper on some of that demand. But one of the reasons I still am optimistic about housing is just the shortage of supply. And that's going to take a while to work itself out. Of course, their stock portfolios from a long-term perspective are still elevated. Um, a lot of people saved money during the pandemic. And as you said, employment is still very robust. So no question, people are paying more across the board, not just to fill up their gas tank. They're paying more at the supermarket. Of course, this hits the people hardest that are the least likely to afford it. They, of course, have the highest propensity to spend as well. So that's definitely a headwind. But I think in terms of if you dollar weight that, the folks with the higher end of the economic spectrum are spending money. Perhaps that's shifting less right. from goods, now more to travel, leisure, and other services. So I think there's still net-net a lot of good news that people are, are discounting and fearful of right now. I do want to get to some areas of interest that you think could be uh, more of an overweight in a portfolio. But before I get to that, just the big picture thought here on the geopolitical uncertainty, because the Fed said here in the minutes that they didn't do 50 basis points because of what was the war in Ukraine. And so... You know, I guess they really had thought about 50 basis points, made it 25 basis points. What's interesting is, I think today I heard it's the seventh week. Um, it very well could be very much a similar picture. On the next meeting, are they going to do 25 again? I mean, would you be fine with what would you like to see? Well, I wish my crystal ball were that shiny, Nicole, but I think it's likely they'll move 50 basis points. I think when you looked at the last meeting, 
Uh, this situation in Ukraine was just unfolding, you know, the first ground war in Europe since World War II. I think a lot of people fearful when you have a nuclear power like Russia. With those events, the therefore they, they held off is my guess. But I think, you know, when you balance that, and I think you read that in the commentary today, with the persistent threat of inflation, I think they're much more likely to move the full 50 basis points. So look, the unknowns about geopolitical are just that, so hard to fully factor that in. But um, I think based on the inflation numbers we've seen, they really want to get ahead of that. Absolutely. I also think it's interesting that they want the balance sheet to be primarily comprised of treasuries, right? And a lot of people are asking why they have so many mortgages in the first place. So um, it makes sense to me when I hear that happening. Tell me about industrials, materials, and technology. Uh, what place so do they if, have in an investor's if, portfolio? So if you look at our premise that the um, the economic environment for the next 12 months, certainly not as robust as it's been the last 12 months, but we're just saying we don't think we're going into recession. You know, a lot has been made, and I heard your last guest talk about the yield curve inversion, whether folks look at, you know, long bonds less, you know, the two-year, the five-year, but the old New York Fed model is still the most reliable predictor of, an, of uh, recessions, and that's looking at the 10-year minus the three-month. So that is still significantly positive. And so when you, if you have that viewpoint that the economy is still in a good position, then looking at more economically sensitive stocks makes sense. Hence, you know, our view that industrials ought to be a, a significant piece of the portfolio. Material stocks, you look at companies like Mosaic in the fertilizer space, look attractive, you know, companies like FedEx, look to do well. Of course, the stock down this year, but we still see good opportunity in that. And then technology stocks, it's just such an important piece of the market. You know, when interest rates started to move, you know, high growth stocks got, you know, hammered this year, especially, you know, if you look even outside of technology in areas like biotech companies that have no earnings. But still, there's an awful lot of technology that's going to do very well in this economy. It's a big part of corporate capital spending technology stocks. So that's the reason why those are three key areas. I think because of the uncertainty, uh, it makes sense to have a balanced portfolio. So we don't have big sector overweights in any one uh, particular area. Our investors are you know, largely faith oriented. That's why healthcare is probably more underweight than some other sectors. But you know, I definitely uh, acknowledge there are risks in the market. I just think that a lot of people are focused on the bearish argument right now, and we see a little more balanced view, hence our more cyclically orient, uh, orientation of the portfolio. Yeah, Mike, thanks so much. Great to have you on with us today, particularly when we have the breaking news of the Fed minutes and all the headlines coming out. So it was a good day to have a chat on all this. Mike. Gilman, thank yep. you, CEO, Faith. Thank investors. you, Nicole. Good to see you. Thanks. Nice to see you Bye -bye. as well.